What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another Slab Sox Live Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time here on the Slab Sox YouTube channel. Today, we've got a fun episode talking about one-month trends in the sports card marketplace, looking at uh, a multitude of different sports and cards that are trending up and down in value. Of course, got Nate back here again today. Nate, will the yes, Brewers sir. win tonight against the Twins? No. No, we never win against the Twins. No matter how bad the Twins are. We always lose to the Twins. We will not beat the Twins. Wow. Start off the episode with some real dejection right there. <laughs> hey, it's gotten to the point where I just I accept that no matter how good we are, and no matter how bad the Twins are, they will always beat us. I don't know why. It doesn't matter who we throw out there. It has been this way for like the last like 10 years. <laughs> well, I'm sure I'll be getting some texts from my friends uh, from Minnesota if uh, that is the case. But uh, we got some we got some more exciting stuff to talk about this episode versus the dejected Brewers fan there because I got some Kesem updates for everyone. So, of course, this is the third year we're doing Kesem in a row, looking to break $300,000 in donations um, for the camp to send kids to camp for free whose parents are impacted by cancer. We did $257,000 in the last two years. And this year, we already have over $10,000 committed from various sponsors. And we did announce another one this past week. Mikey B Cards came in as a platinum sponsor. This is the third straight year that Mikey B is sponsoring um, the Kesem event, which we really appreciate. Uh, Mikey is actually a cancer survivor, cancer survivor himself. Uh, so it means a lot to us to have him, you know, want to help out kids who might be going through a similar situation with a parent like Mikey um, you know, might have been with cancer and everything like that. So uh, great to hear Mikey's doing well as well. And I uh, got a really cool donation of Leaf Art of Hockey, which has some really big autograph cards in there. So hopefully uh, some people are excited to get those boxes uh, around the national time. In July, we'll be selling all these donations via various fundraising methods. If you do want to be a sponsor, please DM me uh, at Slabstocks on Instagram. You can also email us or you can just send your donations. If you just want to donate something as small as $10, $15, $20, uh, all of it helps. We will get it all sold in July to help the kids. You can send those donations to SX Kesem on the name line and then P.O. Box 320384, Franklin, Wisconsin, 53132. If you're looking to transfer some cards from your PWCC vault to the Kesem vault, that identity key is in the description of this video and podcast. Uh, so now on to the content of the episode today. Nate, let's jump into this buy it or sell it you set up here. Yes, sir. All right. So we got buy or sell it. And so here are the here are the uh, guidelines here, Aaron. Yeah. All of these cards sold on the 11th. Yes. You have... Yes. <laughs> okay. You have $16,200 to spend because that's the most expensive card. You can either keep said card or buy the next one with and pocket the change. But you can only buy one card with this $16,200. You have to decide which one you'd want, okay? Okay, so I, I only saw one of them at the very end when you were creating this thing. So at least I know what the, maybe the last one is. Perfect. So, first off, you have 2019. You're starting out with this card, no matter what. You, you've spent $16,200 on a 2019 Pokemon, Pokemon Japanese Limited Collection Master Battle Alola Friends PSA 10. Sal. What this is, I have no idea. I don't know either. Yeah. Sorry if you're a big Pokemon fan and it's like a Grail card, but for me, Sal. I mean, it's 16200 bucks, so it must be a pretty good Grail card. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? definitely. But you have, you have now purchased this card for $16,200. So now you have to decide, next card, will I rather have this in the cash or this Pokemon card? Okay. 
Oh, give me that. Mike Trout, 2009, Bowman Chrome Draft X-Fractor, Rookie Auto, number 225, BGS 95, and $100 in cash. All day, every day. If I were the said, Pokemon card. If, you, if I saw the Pokemon card, you might as well like send me to the hospital right now. There'd probably be something wrong with, with the head. But uh, that's just me personally as a sports card collector, of course, not trying to you know, throw shade at any Pokemon collectors out there. But, I mean, it's got to be the Trout on card, X-Fractor for me. It's true. I bet I, I would imagine that there is something here that we just don't know. Like, it's like a pop two. And then somebody's going to say, dude, there's 225 of those. But I agree with you. I would take the Mike Trout. All right. Okay. So you've spent, you have $100 in cash, Mike Trout. Would you rather have the Mike Trout X Fractor or Optic Hollow PSA 10 Auto number to 99, Pop 14, and $200 cash? Dude, this is a great comparison here. Like, this one gets tough. That Trout is, like, such a nice card. I think I'd rather just have the Trout maybe in my collection. But if I'm, like, trying to pick a card to sell within the next two years, I think I'm taking this Mahomes. There's so much more upside here. You know, getting a third Super Bowl at the time, he's 27 type of deal, another MVP, something in that realm could uh, really help that card increase in value. I mean, you know, for Trout to get his value to increase at this point, it's either going to take a long time or something really big has to happen that people aren't expecting, you know? Yep. Like a World Series championship. <laughs> yeah, which would seems to be impossible at this moment. That's true. So you're taking the Mahomes? I am. What about you? In two hundred dollars cash. Yeah. Um I mean from a from a looks perspective, I would have to go with the trout. Yeah. Right. right? Um uh Optic Hollow Auto just doesn't really do it for me. Not to, um, not to mention this one's like extremely off center. I know what the set's a little bit like off center generally, I think, but the top to bottom is seems severely off center in this one. Still managed to snag a PSA 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Um, but I think I would go with the trout. I know Mahomes is amazing. I know he's probably gonna go down as one of the like top two quarterbacks all time. That being said, I just I love that trout X Fractor and I I wouldn't be able to pass it up. Yeah, it's a nice one. All right, here you've got an SP winning SPX winning materials, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, dual patch auto BGS 7.5, number 10 there. And this sold for $15,600. So uh, you started with $1,620. So you'd be putting $600 in your pocket and this card or the Patty Mahomes. I'm trying to look at like a super high risk image right now. I think that these are on card autographs in those actually. I, mean, I know the, the other duel we were looking at last night was, was stickers, but uh, mm-hmm. oh, this is hard, man. I mean, I don't know if I could say no to having a dual on-card autograph in my collection of Mahomes and of, of Jordan and, and LeBron, even though, like, honestly, the card doesn't look really great. I think it's kind of one of those, like, whack, like... It's very I, busy, and the patches are terrible. Yeah, exactly. Like, it... it I'll take the Mahomes in this scenario, although I'd probably rather have any other on-card dual auto of Jordan LeBron other than this exact one. <laughs> wow. I uh I think for me, since I took the Mike Trout, I think if I have an opportunity to get assume presumably game worn patch on card auto of two of the greats instead of one of a great. Well I did. I did. yeah, I'd take that over the trout too, but I think I'd rather like hope that the Mahomes goes up in value, sell it and buy something that looks a little bit nicer than this although i don't know if i can get that obviously i have to look at more sales and cards to figure it out but i mean it's a great card this one either way so i'm with you're with mahomes and 200 dollars in your pocket i'm with lebron and mj with 600 dollars in my pocket oh look at you more money for taco bell all right here's where it gets kind of tough 
1949 Bowman Jackie Robinson SGC 90 or SGC nine essentially. Yeah. So second year Jackie Robinson. Yeah, but for first non leaf card. Yeah. Um, what do you think, dude? That thing is like so perfectly centered. It looks really good, even from this small scan. Uh, I love Jackie. Honestly, I I'm not a huge fan of his 48 or 49 card. I love the the 52, um, 52 53. He didn't have a 54, 55. Wait, you know, no, no, he no, didn't. That was mantle. That didn't yeah, that's mantle. That's mantle. Uh, well, 56 is my fair. I'm sure everyone has heard me say that by now. Man, I, I don't know, man. That's a great card. And you'd be dumb to turn this down from like a, a 10 plus year hold. Um, I'll take the Jackie. Jordan said he said, this is a beautiful copy of Jackie. Give me this card, please. And like, I just think like you you look at the, and I'll show you some data later on Wayne Gretzky PSA 9 actually, which is intriguing. Like you just know this card. I'm not going to say it's going to be bulletproof. Like there could definitely be a couple thousand dollar drop. Let's say just in the next two years of things, you know, with the economy, you don't turn around maybe, but like, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years down the line, Jackie Robinson is going to be an icon for forever to a lot of people. Correct. Always. And I'm taking this one. That card is insanely nice. I mean, there, there, people are going to likely at some point in history forget who Patrick Mahomes is or who, you know, Mike Trout is, stuff like that. Yeah. I think Jackie Robinson will probably have his name be repeated forever. Yeah, I totally agree. And Will says, hey, guys, agree the Jackie rookie is ugly. Let's be honest, 52 and 53, I'm assuming you meant are aesthetically much better. Yeah, Topps' designs were great. Um, and Hector says, I personally prefer Jackie vintage over mantle means more to me. It's the same with me, Hector. I, I don't have any mantle vintage, but I definitely have one of Jackie and one of Pink Aaron. Um, And real quick, I agree. I would take this Jackie Robinson um, and pocket $1,100. They should try to pocket the money along the way, it sounds like. Even if it's not – so, okay, okay. Obviously, Michael Jordan, LeBron, the two best basketball players in the world, autoed, jerseyed, very awesome. But there's just something about vintage baseball. It's like the very traditional trading card, right? Something about Jackie Robinson. And then also to get an SGC9 on it. Yeah, and there's only been eight sales all time of a Jackie – no, seven sales all time of a Jackie nine in this card. And I'd imagine that the similar copies have sold multiple times throughout the last, you know, 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go find a lot of different dual auto LeBrons a lot. That's correct. I would take the, the rarely seen perfect near perfect vintage card. Correct. So I agree. Uh, we're, I'm right there with you. And then the last one, and this is interesting because, Obviously about to win a finals, but that also is probably baked into the price. But you never know, win a finals, all of a sudden somebody has to have this for 18000 real quick. But the Nikola Jokic 2015 Select Gold Rookie Auto number 10 BGS 9.5 sold for 15000 Obviously Jokic does not have a ton of rookie cards like other superstars being a second round pick. So there's not like an endless amount of Jokic rookies to, to choose from. And, mm-hmm. and not an endless amount of out of tens uh, autos to choose from. So all of a sudden you have one of these options here um, as the cheapest card in the lot. So you'd get this and 1200 bucks, or you're taking the Jackie. That's a nice Jokic card. And I understand you know, the lack of cards out there for him. 
Um, no NT rookie patch auto. Yeah, there's a lot of prism rookies because they had him in the set, but like in reality, like there's not many like primo options. And this is a really nice on card auto of him. Um, one of his better cards, like you said. I, I can't take this, especially at this price with him just about to win the finals. I mean, within the next two to three years, barring unbelievable circumstances of like a, you know, a back to back or like another third MVP or whatever it might be, like, you know, 90% chances that this card's selling lower than it is today within the next two years. I'm taking the Jackie. I, I don't think there's any card on this list that would beat it. That's fair. I too would take the Jackie. If you could promise me that he wins a championship and somebody overpays for me, overpays for this from me in like a week, I would take this and then I would buy the Jackie and have $3,000 in my pocket. But that's not how this works. And uh, sticking with the Jackie as well. Can I just say really quick here, based off of Will's comments, said a lava red of that Ellie kid is going to go for more than that Jackie. Honestly, people are insane. Nate, any guess what the trot red PSA 10 will end up going for? Golden auctions ends in two to three days. I think it must be a red autograph. But ignoring the second part of the comment, sorry, really quick about the Trout Red uh, Auto. I looked up Red Lava over $10,000 on Car Ladder quick. Dude, there's two sales of James Wood Red Lava Autos for over ten grand in a Jackson Holiday for eleven k. That, that just seems insane. I, I don't know. I know. I know it's not a Jackie rookie. First year Bowman, yes, not a Jackie rookie. But and and people care about different things, right? I mean, there are people out there that spend. Uh, my brother-in-law likes RC cars, right? Like the like the yeah the remote control cars. Yeah, I got you. And um, he spends money on it. And then I, I I saw a post one day and I sent it to him and he and I was like, yeah, you got to upgrade your post or your RC car. He's like, oh yeah, that thing's like multiple, multiple, multiple thousands of dollars for an RC car. And it's like, yeah, people just they like to spend their money in different ways. So if you don't like finished baseball, you, it's a non-starter for me though. Yeah. Baseball to baseball, there's no chance. There's no chance I'm taking a red lava of any prospect, especially what we've learned about prospects in the last couple weeks with uh, some of the call-ups. I mean, Ellie De La Cruz is still striking out over forty percent of the time, even if he's hitting the ball well. There's no chance I'm taking that over Jackie. Yeah, and even like to me, I'm not even saying like first Bowman. I get it, you know people like to watch these prospects and see them grow and or hope that they grow. But just the fact that there's some red lava selling for over 10 K in the same realm as like a pop three. I looked up, I think it's pop three on this Nate on this SGC nine. Like this just makes no sense. And it's a red lava. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The specifically the fact it's a lava like Jackson holiday, red auto. I understand. Okay. I actually get that. That's like a 20 K card or whatever it is, but not a lava. (laughs) Just, I don't get that. All right, on to uh, the bulk of uh, the the stream now and the content. Um, but Hector's got something here. If Shaq and Duncan don't hold crazy prices, why buy Jokic for long term? It's a very fair point, Hector. Um, I mean, th- you can say that Jokic has done some things that big guys haven't ever done before, like the you know almost triple double thing. Was he point two assists away, Nate, this year from yes. averaging a triple double? So he definitely can do things that our big men haven't been able to do. But at the same time, it's like you're right, like long term. Yeah. But also, also, we're watching the game develop to the point where what Jokic is doing nowadays, yeah, might not be that impressive twenty years down the line. Yeah, because what people pe- people do is they watch these players do it and they do it themselves, you know, as, yeah. as they grow up and develop and everything. All right, jumping into here now. Uh, although that red auto PSA ten will, I'm sure, it'll sell for a lot of money. I mean, what was the last? I just realized I forgot to loop back on that. 
Last Red Auto was a BGS 9.5 October 20th, 2022 for 1.08 million. Wow. Um, of trout. So PSA 10 will probably do very well, I'm sure. All right. Wrestling is the, now that I should explain. Also, this real quick, what's up, Tech? Yeah. Did you say what's that? up, Tech? Good to see you. Uh, Tech just submitted an order uh, through SCC Grain. Thank you, Tech, for that. Jokic better than those bums. Jordan just called Duncan and Shaq bums. <laughs> Uh, but whoa, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be looking at one month views of different indexes on Card Ladder Pro, uh, different sports and such, and including some like wrestling, which I know nothing about. Well, I know a little bit about like meaning like The Rock and John Cena and Stone Cold Austin, whatever. But I, I don't know anything like at all compared to just that. But the point is, is that wrestling gained the most value percentage based in the last month, 0.9 or 9.4%. However, there's only 121 cards tracked um, for wrestling and card ladder. So always, you know, when you see these indexes, you got to do a little bit more research, you know, because you know, if you just look at the overall view, like a table that shows all the different sports, you'd be like, oh, wrestling cards, crushing basketball, wrestling way better than basketball. But, you know, if you do dig a little bit deeper, this card here, the Ric Flair PSA 8 from the wrestling all-star set, it increased from like $1,500 to $2,500 based on one buy it now in the month of may and that helped this increase because of how little cards are in there it just was weighted much higher than you know one card in like a ten thousand plus card basketball index so you know wrestling while up nine percent you know a lot of it can be attributed to a couple of cards gains some value off of a buy it now sale and then this john cena uh fleer royal rumble psa 9 from 2002 dropped from like 300 something to like 200 and then the reason why I put this in here was because I looked and, you know, someone decided to auction one off and sold for $179 while a best offer was accepted a different one in June at $300, one in May at $315, and then back in March, an auction sold for $203. So, you know, a lot of it too is like, you know, sometimes auctions, they just go unseen is really what it comes down to. You know, someone physically could be willing to pay $250 for this card if they missed on the one at $300, one at $315, and then they just didn't see the auction. Yeah, it's going to show 179 and show some drops for, for Cena here. Um, <laughs> Dex Flow says, do you guys see Rothkar's vlog this week? Jordan has been working out. That guy's built like a tank. I uh, have not seen his vlog, but uh, Jordan looking good. Look at that. Dex Flow Toys is giving you some shout. Uh, so, yeah, there's wrestling. And then the most expensive wrestling card in May, um, although I it's hard for me to figure out exactly all the cards I've sold in May for, for wrestling because I was just looking up a couple names. But uh, you got John Cena, Prison Black, one of one that sold for $17,100. And inside the index of 151 cards that Carlyer tracks, I think it was, or 121, nine increased in value in May or within the last month, which means that there was at least two sales. 14 cards sold only once and nine decreased in value, which means that there's a lot of cards in this index too that just didn't sell within the last month. So, uh, you know, there is, it shows 9%, but just know that like, Hey, like, you know, a couple of cards are pulling that one up onto some baseball with Nate. Yeah. So baseball, not a huge drop 1% in the last, uh, month. So not too bad getting into the doldrums of the season. We're not quite to the all-star break, but we're well past opening day. Um, there's occasionally, there's occasionally like an exciting, like, Ellie Day the Cruz called up somebody like that, but otherwise pretty much in the doldrums, especially especially when your stupid team loses three straight games to the A's. I don't think <laughs> the Nate's just salty on on, on the uh, 
on the old baseball right now because of the Brewers. I am, though. I will say this to make myself feel better. Number one, obviously, Cardinals twelve games under five hundred because they're bums. Number two, Cubs fans. I saw them clamoring, clamoring, clamoring for Matt Mervis. Matt Mervis, this. Matt Mervis, that. Matt Mervis can't possibly be worse than Trey Mancini and Eric Hosmer. Matt Mervis currently has a forty-six WRC plus. Eric Hosmer had above sixty, and Trey Mancini before he got released, and Trey Mancini had a seventy-eight. So, somewhat amazingly. Matt Mervis has actually been worse than Eric Hosmer, which seems impossible to do. So while uh, while I'm sorry about the Brewers, at least the Cubs and the Cardinals have not been faring any better. It, 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 you're really putting yourself into the Viking fan territory with all the baseball talk recently. <laughs> I am. Uh, oh, real quick. Nate, would the first year of Bo- or first year of Bowman's half hour hold premium over other years? First year love- of Bowman's half hour? Yeah, it's 2019. 2019. Was that with draft? Uh, they started, I think, with draft. Yeah, they had like the you know the non-blue cards, and they actually had blue numbered on 99 it. Okay, with Adley Rushman's Adley, Adley Rushman. Uh, that's a question I haven't really thought of. Um, de- depends depends on how the card market moves. You know, I think we're getting away from the whole 2014 prism, 2012 prism type years. So. Uh, <laughs> I think it just matters to the players to me. Yeah, I think I think that would be like a that'd be like a wait and see type of thing, but it might be years until we know. Matt Mervis has a thirty three percent strikeout rate right now. Yeah, just just to throw in some some hate yeah. on the Cubs right there. There you go. Um, so we got one of the top trenders, Boba Shet. He has been absolutely unbelievable this entire year, and uh, you got his SP PSA ten SP uh, player weekend edition card which i love you like this of all of all the uh sps i've seen i really do like this one i've always thought that this one's kind of weird it's like mostly like the because it's like the most different one i suppose most of them are like a different pose on the field or like Gatorade bath (laughs) yeah not this i don't know how it came about or why but i like it um but this this has gone up uh 57 in the last month only two sales, obviously, but pretty healthy price, one ninety two there. So that's cool. And Bichette has been, Bichette has been incredible this year. On the flip side, Ugh. you've got Jacob Degrom, obviously tearing his uh, elbow yet again, uh, out for the rest of this season, out for next season, and his Topps Chrome update PSA ten doesn't sell nearly as often as his Topps update PSA ten. Um, but his Topps Chrome update has sold three times in the last month, and it is down 27% that last sale. Tough scene right there. Yeah. Uh, and the highest price card of the month for the baseball category is this Otani Red Auto PSA 9 that sold for $276,000 on May 25th. And honestly, looking at some cards that sell, you know, that have that have sold, $276,000 does not seem bad for what is likely going to be, maybe for all time, the most talented baseball player in the history of. I mean, if, if you think how much people are spending on Luca NTRPAs of 99 at one point, <laughs> that doesn't seem like that much. Yeah. No, yeah, that, it's, a, it's quite a nice card, and it just depends probably on how many of the five are going to be available in the next three to five years. If everyone who bought one in the last year, or two wants to hold it for the next five years. If he stays healthy, 
I imagine the next one that pops up could do quite significant numbers. But if another one sells in three months for whatever reason, which would be crazy, um, we might see a little bit drop from there. But so if if you bought this and everyone else has them, feel free to hold them and see what happens. Oh, real quick on Hector, you think Otani gets traded midseason or after? Well, he can't get traded after because he's a free agent. Um, the Angels are above 500, at least last time I checked. I saw they were 33 and 30 the other day, and so I assume they're, they're 36 and 31. They're actually on a roll. Um, I don't think there's any chance if the Angels are above 500 at the at the All Star break that they trade Otani. Um, and not that the All Star break and the uh, trade deadline coincide, but I do think that's an important date. All Star break above 500. See, and then have those couple weeks. Do, do, you I don't think, do you think that it would specifically be to like make an actual playoff series or is it like we think that we if we do well and make a playoff series that he might resign? Like, do you think they have any chance of resigning him at all? I think that's their only hope. Is to make the playoffs and somehow convince him playing with Trout will yeah. lead to good things. I think that's their only hope. So we'll see. I, I don't think I don't think there's any way, at least for for me. Because I think you absolutely burn down your entire fan base, like the Brewers did with Josh Hader. But way worse, way worse, way worse if they traded Otani middle of the day, or middle of the day. Sorry, doorbell went off, and I was thinking, uh, in the middle of the season, in a when you're above five hundred, that'd be crazy. Two o'clock on a Thursday, there they are, trade him away. Which I mean, that's actually very that's very viable time and day that it could happen. True, um, Hector thinks he's going next door to the Dodgers on a huge offer. All right, moving over to hockey. Hockey a little bit down in the month. Uh, consistent pattern here. Most of these are a little bit down in the month. Three percent drop. Uh, Stanley Cup Finals are will be game six tomorrow night. Yeah, tonight's NBA Finals game five. Um, and there's like fourteen. You think it's going to be done tonight? No, I don't. I don't. I think that the you hear Tyler Hero's coming back. Yep, I saw that. But dude, I mean, we're talking about a dude coming back for the first time. And in... well, okay, unrelated. I just thought of it as I was saying yeah. that. If you're thinking, if you're expecting Tyler Hero have a massive game in his no. first game action in the finals, I have an island to sell you. <laughs> You know what? Maybe maybe I do think that this game is that this is going to be done. You know, they had that one game where they had a you know. Everything go right. Everything go right. Jokic not passing the ball or whatever, and they're hitting all their threes and they won it. But you know, aren't they in Denver tonight too? I'm pretty sure they're in Denver tonight. Yeah, they are. Two two one one one. Yeah. yeah, this is done. They're winning tonight. They're not. That's gonna be at the Bucks. Bucks weren't gonna lose home court game six. They're gonna win tonight. Um, all right, Bobrovsky is a trender for the uh, last month right here. PSA Tennis, the Panthers goalkeeper right now. Uh, has had some really good games. Honestly, he had an amazing playoffs before some of these games against the Knights gave up like three, four goals, some of these games. Um, but still, I mean, the, to buy his cards over within the last month or more uh, was a really good idea. 51% gain in the last month alone for him. And then as for Barkov, another Panther player, he's on like a 34% drop for his young guns PC 10. Um, so Leo now knows how to run up and down the stairs, Nate, which is very oh. difficult. Yeah, cool. he, he didn't do that for the first eight months of his life. And now here he is sitting right next to me right now. Um, so that's fun. Uh, but <laughs> biting my arm. <laughs> we got Barkov, 30, 34% PSA 10 drop. And he is not really doing much. Like five goals in the playoffs right now. You know, he is 
never really broke 40 goals in, his, in a season within his career, and he's never broke 100 points. His market, to me, was always – maybe it's because people were looking, you know, Panthers fans, like we're trying to pick a guy who they had that they really wanted to buy and collect and stuff, so his cards were more expensive. But, like, in maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't watch hockey enough, but like he never really felt like a guy looking at stats, so to say, that would justify some of these prices. I don't watch him play, so, like, someone could tell me I'm dumb. So feel free to if you want to. But uh, his his cards are on the fall. He only has five goals in this postseason. I do know that that's not good. Five goals in the entire playoffs will go to the Stanley Cup Finals. Um, Kachuk has been carrying that team, and that is definitely Kachuk's team now for the next you know seven years or more. And then you've got the most expensive hockey sale of this month was Wayne Gretzky OPC nineteen seventy nine PSA nine. So this one sold a couple times in the month for like one hundred twenty k. But Nate, I referenced earlier about the something. Oh, I know what it was. Something that, that didn't hold up in value over the last two years. Don't really remember what we were talking about. Regardless of the fact, look at this two-year trend on this Gretzky PSA 9. I understand, like, the first sale until this last sale is minus 24%, but it's relatively flat. Like, there's a lot of different sales that occurred between, like, $110,000 or $100,000 or $150,000. Most of them are in the middle of that. Like, and this is a Pop 91. It, it didn't only sell, like, five times. Now, yeah, it sold maybe, like, I don't know, it was, like, 20-something, but or 15 but still like you you kind of see here when you have that premium vintage i know what it was going back to the jackie robinson sgc9 it's like i'd way rather have that and know that maybe it won't double in value over this two-year stretch but at least it won't go from 15k to 6k it's true and you know you hold it long term and you might see some growth too as many of these unless you're that one person that popped it for over 200k it could have been like a perfect copy, you remember? And we just don't know. We'd have to look into it. You know how vintage That's works fair. sometimes. But uh, yeah, that that one's definitely way higher. Um, okay, next up we got is F1 racing category. There's 665 cards in here. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on this because just like the season's going, honestly, I've been watching every race because I really like F1, but I can totally understand if you're not like really into F1 that you wouldn't watch anymore because this guy, Max, has won five of seven races. Red Bull has won every single race this year, oftentimes their podium every single race, and his SP PSA 10 Sapphire is only up 20% in the last month, although it's better than losing money. But George Russell, uh, Mercedes is definitely starting to get better, but still, I mean, it's hard to stop um, a skid on a card when it's going down that far. 63% drop on his refractor PSA 9 from like 110 to uh, 41 is the last sale. So, you know, if you think that Mercedes is going to figure it out and maybe challenge next season for the title or start challenging the end of the season for race wins, I don't see him challenging for race wins this year, but hopefully next year, maybe it's a good buy to buy it like the Uber, Uber low on some of the George Russell or maybe even Hamilton cards. If you can find a good one, um, that'd be good. Tech is sending a, in a Mark Messi on card order from SP Authentics. That's awesome. Appreciate that tech for grading. And then the most expensive uh, F1 sale of this last month, 50 grand on a Lewis Hamilton red Sapphire out five BGS nine. Very impressive sale. Actually very impressive sale. Um, I know I probably sold for more in the fast in the past, obviously maybe upwards of like 150 grand, but uh, still the pulling 50 K no matter what, that's a lot of money. Yep. And uh, just a very brief one here, SX100. So this is our community driven index. We write about in the monthly market report on 137pm.com. Uh, we started with a hundred cards, hundred modern cards of active players in uh, the different leagues picked out for this index. And then people who are subscribed to our daily side newsletter list have actually been uh, voting on things that we had one vote so far at the end of quarter one and we'll have another one coming up at the uh, 
end of quarter two at some point here. And it'll vote in three cards in and three cards out potentially. But it's been down around uh, 3% in the last month. And then you've got Jason Dominguez being one of the biggest droppers. And they, I actually went back six months for this because I really mm-hmm. wanted to show like the six-month trend of Jason and how, remember, you know, spring training, is he going to get called up? Is he going to be this next guy? And now I know that not much has happened, I think, since he got, uh, you know, the season started. Yeah. That was actually, you know, remember when I sold that orange and then it kept increasing in price? I'm like, Ugh, maybe I shouldn't have sold. But then you see <laughs> this and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good considering in double A, he has a 757 OPS, which is fine at 210 batting average for those of you that care, which is fine, but it's not like I'm going to go dr- drop a ton of money on your cards. Good. right? Yeah, definitely. Or keep up the high price. Good. Yeah, before this, before the minor league season started, was definitely the time to sell Dominguez, at least in the short term. I'm not going to speak on the long term potential, as we know anything can happen. Um, and then Justin Fields, I had to bring in Justin Fields, dude. I cannot believe the amount of people hyping up Justin Fields. I mean, literally, you go to card shows and all you see is super high dollar Justin Fields out there. Uh, I know that Jordan just picked one up this week, and hopefully, got a good good buy in it. But you know, you're looking at a select XRC Redemption PSA 10. As soon as a month ago, it was like a $500 card. Last sale was $800. Dude, I was like, was that, you know, I think that was paid for. Like, it's a really quick, just like gain of $200. I went and looked, the lowest list are all like $1,000 plus right now, bro. Like, you know what kills me? What? You know how I was like a big, I was a big fan of Justin Fields for a while. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and then were. And then his prices were a bit more expensive than what I was expecting. So then I was less of a fan because I was like, I don't want to pay these prices. But I was looking at select XRCs and had been thinking about popping one. And I did not. And uh, seeing this price kind of hurts my heart a little bit. And now you're even more mad about Justin Fields. Yeah. So I went from, against my better judgment, liking a Bears QB, of all things. Oh, come on. To now disliking him even more because I didn't even make money off of him. <laughs> oh, wow. What a time. Uh, Jordan says, thanks, Aaron. Yes, I caught the field's bug. Well, I'm sure Jordan will try to shift that one before the season starts and capitalize on this hype versus uh, holding to see what happens. Um, all right. Here we go. Next up is football. Football index. Nate, take it away. You clearly screenshot the wrong thing here. It's down four percent in the last month. You're yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that is, but that's okay. We'll move on. <laughs> um, you know, some big, some big news. Obviously, Jim Brown passed away. Uh, he had some movement there. Uh, PSA four point five, huge, huge jump. Uh, up two hundred thirteen percent. Um, won't get much into that. It is one of my least favorite things in the card market, though. Is the uh. I know you have to sell cards whenever, but I just don't like the buying cards and waiting for somebody to pass away before selling them. Um, On the other end of the spectrum, and we'll move on, we've got Aaron Rodgers. And I kind of like this one because you have all the BGS 9-5 tops rookie, for those of you listening on podcast. You have all the excitement of Aaron Rodgers finally getting traded to the Jets, yada, yada, yada. And now you see the last couple sales trending down from that peak because... You know, it's the trade happened. The trade is done. Uh, and we're just getting into the doldrums of summer. And so if you miss that, like, selling window of, hey, he's been traded. Now I can sell because Jets fans want him. 
now they're going right back down. And obviously, BGS 9.5 could have some wiggle room in there with uh, subgrades, but uh, we're moving we're moving in the wrong direction for somebody that just jo- changed teams. I would say if you were, you know, an Aaron Rodgers card buyer at the peak of the trade, or if you were a holder prior and you missed a selling window, I, I mean, I know these are falling from that 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 trade peak, but I imagine going into the season there will be some hype around the Jets and the prices will start to trim back up over the next two and a half months. I mean, like the offensive talent, I don't think is any better than it's better than what Rodgers had last year, but it's not better than like an Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams led offense, right? Agreed. But that defense is significantly better than any Packers defense that has been on the field in the last like 12 years Mm -hmm. since our Super Bowl winning defense. And so I do think that will work wonders for them. So I hope he, I hope he does well. If Packers in the Super Bowl, I hope they don't win. If Packers aren't in the Super Bowl, I hope Rodgers wins one. Agreed. And then the highest price card from this past uh, month, Three hundred twenty-four thousand for a Tom Brady uh, championship ticket, number to one hundred BGS eight. I think we we're talking about that. Those, those used to be like million plus cards, I think. Um, either way, little quick sidebar here. So I want to put this after the football section because for those of you that either did hear or didn't hear, but SGC is running now a fifteen dollar football special for all football cards to get graded. I'll have a good amount going out in this June 15th submission coming up in a couple days here is $15 per card, any set, any year, any dollar amount of card. You physically could own a championship ticket, auto number of 100. I doubt you're in this stream right now, but if you did and you were in this stream, you could submit it through our grading submission service. We are extending the special through our service, slabsex.com slash grading for $15 just for the you know $300,000 card, which would cost so much money to grade elsewhere. Um, now if you are looking to grade football cards through our, uh, submission service, first of all, we'd be extremely grateful. And second, I do have to issue out a coupon code this exact moment. The website, I just talked to Deb today. It should get updated here pretty soon. Hoping it happens by like middle of this week. We'll see what happens there, but I do have coupon codes to issue. It'll take $3 off per card. Uh, you just have to DM me at slab stocks at slab stocks, Aaron or email grading at slabsocks.com if you want to use email instead. And I can issue you a coupon code. super easy for me to do that, you know, based on the amount of football cards you want to get graded. So please feel free to do that. The next submission goes out June 15th, and one after that, June 30th. I imagine there'll be a good amount of football cards for June 30th submission for sure. There's already something that got submitted with the coupon codes too, which is cool. Um, and uh, please, like I said, feel free to uh, to reach out to me, and we can, uh, we can get you that coupon code. So... Next up, then, related to football as well, is that this week I'm actually back breaking some sports cards. I haven't done that in a bit, so I'm very excited to do that. Um, we just emailed out today our offer for Bowman Chrome U and Bowman uh, Basketball and Football. We're restocking basketball at an even better price, and we just add football to the mix at the best price in the market. Uh, four box rips for Wednesday's stream. It'll start at 5 p.m. Eastern time here on the Slabstocks YouTube channel. Uh, the products are currently listed on slabsocks.com slash shop. Everyone in our daily slab newsletter had first dibs on it, um, as that's where all of our exclusive pricing goes out first to. Um, and then you can go on slabsocks.com slash shop right now if you want to grab a box, two boxes, basketball and football, um, or you can even grab a full case rip of football. It's actually a 
quite a quite a fun product. I ripped a couple of boxes myself this past weekend with the Slab Sox team minus Nate. Um, sorry, Nate, didn't get that pack ripping. We'll, we'll find a box at the National to rip if uh, if some card sales are going well. And uh, <laughs> he wants that Galaxy Chrome. I know what he wants. Um, or just, some Bowman. Just not Bowman. Just baseball. oh yeah, that's right. No Bowman baseball. I'm out on Bowman baseball. Yeah, no Bowman baseball for Nate anymore. Um, so excited about this. So make sure to check out slabsex.com slash shop to grab some boxes or join me on the stream Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern time if you just want to watch or potentially grab a box during the stream as well. All right, on to basketball. All right, so you've got the actual proper index uh, here of negative 5% as opposed to negative 44% for football. Um, and we've got a big dropper, and maybe not the biggest dropper of the month, but a big dropper, John Morant, obviously. Um, more Instagram shenanigans from him this past month has caused his uh, market to go down even further. So his Prism Silver PSA 10 down 23%. It's now a $363 card, or $383, $383 card. Um, and that's pretty crazy considering this was, was it multiple thousands in 2021 yeah it was definitely over 1500 or more and uh you've got zions who is also or you know five six thousand seven i think zions might have been like six thousand dollars at one point and zion is also making waves on twitter for other reasons we won't discuss so yeah 2019 draft class looking like a real bummer Arius um, garland absolute superstar out of that class that's right rj barrett but you have uh, on the flip side, you've got, of course, Nikola Jokic. Um, we covered him a little bit earlier. He's in the finals. He's one win away. He might have his championship tonight. His Prism Green sold twice in the last month and uh, for a pretty substantial increase of 83% for his Prism Green PSA 9. I like to say that Zion Williamson's 2019 Prism Silver PSA 10 officially sold for the lowest it ever has yesterday at $460. The lowest wow. it ever has. It's crazy. I remember that hype. I remember seeing, I, I was working in Brewtown at the time when that Prism release happened. And, you know, John Morant Prism base cards were going for like five bucks. And I think like Zions were going for like 20, maybe 30, something like that. If I can, if I don't have the greatest memory in the world, but you know, um, I think it was somewhere around there. And at the time I thought it was insane. And then you watch going forward and you're like, why didn't I just buy prism base cards that john ran for five bucks that's so stupid and now you come back to it and you're like wow what a bummer uh, here we go most expensive sale ever was six thousand three hundred forty three dollars at christmas eve 2020 and we're all the way down to 460 dollars last night Ooh, that's amazing um so you got Jokic, and then the top sale from this past month 2003 exquisite lebron Patch auto number to 99 BGS 98.5 that sold for 3 j 4000. And I again bring it up again. I brought this up in the daily slab the other day. There's a PSA 10 of this card, Aaron, and I want to see it. I want to see it and I want to see what it does in open auction. Yeah, because, because I think at that point the when there's only one, ever. what you say? I think it could go for the most expensive card ever. I think so too. I mean, if there's only one of those things, no matter. How the economy doing is doing, or how the car market's doing. If someone really like you know the big collectors on the collecting world, like we're talking multi-million, million, million dollar collections, all want to go for that card. It's selling for a lot of money, regardless of any conditions of any markets. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think it would sell for the most uh, expensive. Well, it'd be close, you know, with that with that 
Mantle SUC nine five. Wasn't that like twelve point something? Twelve point six, yeah. I believe. Yeah, it, it would it would be right there, something somewhere around there. All right, entertainment, which actually was one of the uh, largest dropping uh, uh, indexes in the last month. Here we got a ten percent drop on entertainment cards, but not um, not from Nathan Rodabaugh's pocketbook, that's for sure, and also not from Breaking Bad Relics. Got that one in the other room right now. I'm gonna get yeah. that one slabbed up here soon. Uh, but you know, one of the ones bucking the trend, of course, with the new Across the Spider Verse movie uh, releasing is Spider Man's PSA nine from Marvel Universe. This is like the Impel set or whatever. Uh, and this is up to now 60 bucks. It's uh, it bottomed out around like $15, and uh, that's quite the increase there. This is definitely because of Across the Spider Verse. This card does not sell multiple times for more than each other within this, you know, two weeks of releasing the movie for just a random reason. Uh, and I'm still obsessed with that movie, thinking about it, like every single day. <laughs> and, and then you've got on the flip side, Nate wrote about this card like maybe uh, two months ago or so. And it's the Nirvana PSA 6, which dropped 57%. Remember, once again, this could have been a one-off auction sale. You know how these things go. Um, but I guess if you're you know, a Nirvana collector, congrats. What? Auction, auction sales on eBay are so hit or miss. I see. I go look at cards all the time where it's like one sold for $50. And then the next, the very next auction goes for like $32. you are like, check this out. I, check this out. I just bought a card last night for $350. I bought the same card also last night. The one I bought for 350 was the best offer, lower than like most of the previous sales. Next one I bought was an auction. Same as that card, a number of the same thing. The image for the card was the back of the card, the first image. And it just said the player's name, the set name, and autograph. It didn't have like any insert name on it, no serial numbering. I got it for 255. So only two people had bid on it. Me and then the first person that bid at the starting bid, which was 250. So I'm happy about that. Um, but like, that's the thing though. Like there's so many variables that go into these auction sales that like, it's hard to ever know like what the mark, like, I, and that's why I think that, you know, and oh my gosh, dude, I got stories for you at some point, but like there's some times at this, and I, I'm normally like pretty even keel at, at, at the booth, you know, with, with buying and selling cards, but like there's some of the comments about comps and last comp this, or like, just like try, trying to wheel and deal. It was just getting out of hand a couple of times and that's, I'll leave it at that. But, um, I, I just think that like, you know, while yes, like the last sale does mean a lot. Like there's certain times where like, just cause I bought that last one for two fifty five, someone sees that car, that car is not worth two fifty five. When every other one is three fifty four or five, four fifty PS nine doing 500. Like that's just the type of deal that like, you know, sometimes it just takes intuition. Um, and then I brought up the Gretzky, which was the most expensive uh, weight uh, hockey card in the last, in the last month. Well, this was the most expensive Spider-Man car. Not all of Marvel, but most expensive Spider-Man car that sold in the last month. It was like fifteen grand, and this has not followed the Gretzky trajectory over the last two years. Um, this card has taken a beating, down ninety percent in the last two years, and we don't have to rehash the whole Marvel PMG thing right now. But just wanted to bring that up. And then uh, as for soccer, soccer actually down the most in the last month. Me sitting here in my Chelsea shirt, uh, you know. That's a, that's a fun number to look at, down 11% sitting at the bottom of the list. But, uh, you know, there are some cards that are dropping hard, like Gio Reyna's PSA 10 on 51%. Uh, the season's just ending. Like, there's, like, not much going on all right now. A couple, like, friendlies and then some Euro qualifiers popping up. I imagine over the summer there will be some drops in the next month or two. I think the Nationals going to be very exciting for myself with soccer cards specifically. Well, not just myself, but myself and other people who, that are at the National for soccer cards because there will be a lot of international people coming to – 
um, the national, at least friends that I know. Like, I'm just very excited to see my friends that I last saw in February in the UK come to the national, come to America and buy and sell soccer cards here. Um, so I think there'll be some excitement, but yeah, definitely right now, um, not too much going on other than City winning the the Champions League finally, and Jack Grealish's cards are actually trending a little bit in value after all the, you know, people like me talking smack on him for the last couple of years. Um, and then also I saw someone comment this earlier, I can't remember who, but yeah, Mbappe declined his player option date on his contract for 2025, which means that his contract now runs out June of 2024. And that means that either one, he's going to force PSG to offer him like, you know, Ronaldo or Messi Saudi money or two, he's going to, he's going to be sold. Like to he's Real going Madrid. to come to America, MLS. No, that's not happening. Now he'll get sold to Real Madrid or Manchester United. If Manchester United get bought by, uh, you know, one of those groups that are trying to buy them. So he could be on the move as soon as this summer. Go to Arsenal. Don't be a coward. Right. No, that, go to the second place team and then face Holland, <laughs> you know, back to back. So I think that Real Madrid will be the move. I mean, that was just like the, you know, rumors for the last like five years now, but I would love for him to come to the Premier League. Could you imagine the storylines and coverage on this? If like United and City are battling for the title and it's Holland and Mbappe leading the way, dude, that that's like ultimate Could you story imagine line. if they both miss the title? Because Chelsea wins it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, not at all. <laughs> but I'm I'm hoping that happens. I hope he goes to United. Although that, that although it would make it difficult for Arsenal or Chelsea to contend for a title, it would be so fun to watch that. Like you know, that'd be an awesome title race. But either way, that's all we got for this episode. You know, looking at multiple different sales and trends and everything like that. You know, hope everyone enjoyed the the different data looks. And uh, Nate, thanks for grabbing some of those data points. And also, great buy and sell it. I love some of those unique ideas sometimes. Nice shot. Perfect. Thank you. That Jackie, that Jackie's quite the card. I'm still thinking about that Jackie today or until now. A nice card. (laughs) All right, everyone. Thanks so much for watching the Slab Sox Live episode. Catch me back here on Wednesday with Slab Sox Julian in the house, ripping Bowman Chrome basketball and football. Uh, 5 p.m. Eastern time on Wednesday. I will see you all there. See you guys.